coming up on this episode of the Marketing Lifestyle Show. It's episode 70, and we've got the lovely Holly G Studios on the show. She's an amazing, savvy, sexy social community member, as well as a member of my group, Social Authority, which you'll learn more about today. Why you should be creating video and how you can absolutely kill it. She's going to talk to us about that. All that and so much more. Marketing isn't a department. It's a lifestyle. And it's time to start acting like it. You're listening to the Marketing Lifestyle Show. Real world advice from extraordinary professionals who who want you to build killer brand awareness as naturally as, well, well, being human. Ready to kill it? Here's your host, founder and face of SavvySexySocial.com, Amy Schmidauer. What's up, socials? Welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Lifestyle Show. It's episode 70, and this is a very special one today. I will get into that in just a few. First, of course, we want to show big props to our sponsor for this episode, and that's our friends at Aweber, the only email marketing platform that I trust with the Savvy Sexy Social community, obviously. Go to SavvySexySocial.com slash Aweber, A-W-E-B. E-R. You'll get 60 days free of their platform in addition to their getting started guide. And trust me, you're going to love every second of that because when you start paying for that, you're going to be like, yeah, I really got acquainted with this platform. It's the best email marketing tool I can be using as a small business. And I know exactly what I'm doing and how to communicate with my audience in a really personal and direct way, which is so important when we're doing all of this online marketing. And it's like, okay, I'm not really sure they're seeing everything on Twitter. Not really sure they're getting all my YouTube subscriptions, but if I've got them on the list, they're paying attention. If you're not sure how to start growing that list, I've also created a free course for you to get you started on AWeber. It's called How to Get Your First 500 Email Subscribers. Go to SavvySexySocial.com slash 500 500 email subscribers. That'll also direct you to the AWeber link. So a lot of people like to get started there because obviously, why wouldn't you want to learn how to get those first subscribers? So thanks to AWeber for supporting the Marketing Lifestyle Show. Hey, you guys, I am so excited for this episode. Today's guest is a wonderful member of the Savvy Sexy Social community. You guys know that I've been trying to shed some light on some really cool people and especially if they have been following my videos and the podcast and implemented and actually gotten results. And I'm very fortunate to have one of those people on today, and that's Holly Gillen. She is actually going to be talking to us about video as well. She's a video lady, just like myself. She actually, I met her uh, the first time when she came to Savvy Sexy Social Live New York, And she learned quite a bit there about her content strategy that she's put in play and has absolutely moved the needle for her personal brand online. But she's also a listener of this show. She watches the YouTube channel. And even more importantly, she is a member of Social Authority Membership Group, which is my membership group where small business owners who want to take their online presence to the next level and really grow their business and want to talk about those very specific strategies and tactics to do that, join me. They have access to me through a Facebook group. They have live trainings exclusively for them. We do a live Q&A where they can jump on camera with me and talk to me directly about their business. 
a lot of stuff going on in the membership group. If you're looking for some sort of, you know, micro consulting, micro coaching program, because we're all on a bootstrapping budget. So that's something to think about. But she's going to chime in on what all of those things have been doing for her business and why you should be creating video content, because you obviously don't hear that from me enough. Duh. So let's get right into it. Here is my chat with the lovely Holly Gillen, Holly G Studios. So excited today to have Holly Gillen on the show. Holly, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me, Amy. Um, obviously, and we'll get into like why I'm so excited in, in a few. But I want to read something really quickly because this is a very impressive little paragraph you've got on your about page. It says Holly started her freelance career in 2008 as a cinematographer, producer, and editor, working with big industry names including the Sundance Channel, Sony Music, Nick. Com, HBO, Bono, Big Time Rush, Forrest Whitaker, Robert Townsend, and many others. So talk to me, like, wh- like, what is your background? I love that we're having you on today to talk about video because you know I can talk about video all day long. But tell me, <laughs> tell me where you are now. What is HollyGStudios.com and how did all this stuff that you were doing in 2008 um, get you to this point? Well, thanks for asking. So, well, right now what I do is I empower lady entrepreneurs to go from confused to confident on both sides of the camera. And I teach them the skills that they need to create not just videos, but business cinema. And what's Mm -hmm. business cinema, you may wonder? It's the way that I like to describe the next level video, not creating content for the sake of creating content, but creating content uh, and videos that move your business forward and have a bigger purpose that create win-wins in your business. Love it. So I started back in 2008 in video production. Prior to that, I was living and working in Florida as a licensed real estate agent. And 2008, as we all would like to forget, was Mm -hmm. a terrible, terrible time in the housing market. Yeah. And I was like, go for my position. And I knew it was coming because I also did the books. (laughs) Right. And my my boss was like my business mentor and somebody I really uh, respected and looked up to. And he always, he loved real estate and he loved what he was doing. And he told me, you know, do what you love and you'll never work another day in your life. So when I got let go, I was like, well, what the hell do I love to do? I've just been working for other people for this whole time um, or doing random jobs. And I was like, what do I, what do I really want to do? And I decided that I had always had an interest in photography and that kind of um, transitioned into videography. And I was sitting at home unemployed and I saw a commercial for the Travel Channel Academy. And I was like, what's this? Travel and shoot videos? I'm like, I'm in. Mm, yeah. I did that and it turned into this career in video. I moved from Florida back to New York in 2008. And my first job was an internship with a documentary production company. And it just kind of worked my way in and up from there. That's a lot of stuff. (laughs) That is so cool. So like what about video gets you the most excited that you thought, okay, now I want to help the entrepreneurship effort, but I'm sick of seeing all this crap on YouTube and any network. Well, (laughs) So it was like in 2010, I was still freelancing. I was working with, you know, uh, big companies, big production companies. And we were doing like lots of corporate stuff and, you know, all of these like big budget jobs. And I was like seeing a shift to like online video. And I was like, oh, online video. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to make online videos. I want to help people make online videos. And I was like, my colleagues were all clamoring to get like these big lucrative contracts. And I was like, well, what about the little guy? What about this other guy? What about the small business owner? What about the entrepreneur? Who's helping them? Right. I'm like, nobody's helping them. I'm like, I want to help them. Yeah. So um, 
I quickly realized when I started my production company that uh, there's a huge learning curve and a huge education. Like everybody wants a lifestyles of the rich and famous video on a Gilligan's Island and budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. And- Great. I love that analogy. I love it. <laughs> I quickly realized that everybody had the same, like every time I tried to work with somebody, everybody just had the same questions. I want video, but I don't know where to start. I want video, but I don't know what kind of video I want to make. I want video, but I'm not ready to appear on camera. Mm -hmm. And I want video, but I don't think I can afford it. And when I realized that people couldn't afford me, I decided to start the media prep group, which was a, a company that I started to teach people how to represent themselves and their businesses on camera and in the media. And I teamed up with a public speaking coach and a media trainer and we were hosting live events. And fast forward, I was like, yeah, this business model is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to I want to start making passive income. And this is a lot of work for for not a lot of uh, cashola. Yeah. And I was like, I went back to the drawing board. And then I came up with what I'm doing today, where I empower lady entrepreneurs to DIY their own video production. So I've taken all of the stuff that I've learned since 2008. And I boiled it down into bite-sized pieces for people to easily digest and take control over, over them. And I specifically focus on working with women because I kind of went through this process myself where I had to teach myself how to be confident in front of the camera, super confident behind the camera, but stepping in front of the camera, I realized quickly that I had my own issues with being seen and vulnerability and insecurities and mean inner critic and all of this stuff going on. Yeah. It's, it's funny because people ask me that all the time and I always sort of make a, a joke about it in my in my keynotes, um, when people are like, Oh, it's like, how did you get to be so confident on camera? And I'm like, are you asking me how I got a good personality? Because (laughs) I mean, that's really what this is. And and what's funny is I just never, I know that I got on camera and I was not comfortable at the beginning period. End of story. There's no avoiding that. I'm not trying to say I wasn't, but it was more about like, I, I just, wanted to do it. And when you have a message to deliver and you're just holding yourself from delivering it, um, you're holding yourself back because you're worried about how you're going to come off, then your message isn't that important. And at the time, my message was really unimportant. I was just talking about my life. I was like personally vlogging all over the place. I thought I was funny. I thought it was fun. I thought I liked to edit and I do. Um, I don't think my message was that important. So by the time I actually was saying, oh, I'm starting a business, I'm going to make video to deliver that message. uh, I had already had practice in front of the camera. So don't you feel like most of the time you're just telling people to turn the stinking camera on and talk and just get used to it and just practice. Yes. A little, a little yes. And a little yes. So I I like that answer. Um, the people are always like, well, can you teach me how to be myself on camera or teach me how to look? I I say, I have a, 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 video, a free video course and I, I quotes around the word looking natural. Like I teach you how to look natural on camera because that's one of the main questions I get asked all the time. Like, how do I get started? Looking how do natural. I look natural and how do I go pro? So those three questions I constantly get asked. First of all, I can't tell you how to look natural. What happens and the reason why I put quotes around it is because you just look more, you just become more of who you are in real life on camera when you get comfortable in that position, when you let go of 
that uncomfortable feeling. And that takes time, that takes patience, and that takes practice. And I think it also just comes from a place of believing you have to be like someone else or like something else. You, You get on camera and you've seen things that were well done and you're like, I'd really like to do something like that. I also want my own flair to it. But you still have this pre-existing notion that, you know, it's got to be a certain level and it's got to be something you've seen before. And now there, there's a difference between taking something that you've seen work and not truly being yourself. And that's why I, I, I agree with what you're saying, because most of the time when people are saying, you know, how'd you get so confident on camera? And, and then in the same breath say, man, you're the same in person as you are on YouTube. <laughs> it's like, isn't that weird? Well, you know, if, sure. if I if I wasn't, if I was different, you know, it's like if I was different on camera and you came and met me in person, which is actually something that is and and was a huge problem when YouTube started with all these people who became huge, huge celebrities by making videos in their bedroom and then they show up to a mall or they show up to an event and a conference or something and people recognize them and then run up to them and they're freaking out because they're introverted. They're literally been talking to a camera in their bedroom. They're not used to it. For me, I decided to go into an industry of networking and people. So for me to be a a different person in real life, because I, it, it doesn't make any sense. So the more the person on camera is, aligned with who I am, the better and more comfortable I'm going to be in person. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I feel like people also like have this idea that it needs to be perfect. Otherwise they're not going to be accepted. Perfection, perfection. Oh my God. It's paralyzing. It is paralyzing, but I feel like also at the same time we can get dig a little deeper. I feel like that's just a, a hook somebody hangs an excuse on because it really, it really gets a little deeper than that. And the reason why you're saying, oh, it has to be perfect and this perfection and this and that is because really deep down, you're just afraid of being judged. You're afraid that people aren't going to like you when you roll everything back to its insides. It's, I want to be liked. I want to be accepted. Yeah. Okay. So what do you feel like? Um, if it's not just, you know, practice, 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 what are some of the things that you start um, advising people about clients or just people um, that are buying your product? I, I guess when you said you were doing a more passive income, what exactly is for sale on your website that pe- like people can make a note of? No, oh, Amy, you think that I, you think I made something that could be passive? No, because I like to have my fingers. <laughs> that was just an idea I had in my head. But oh, I darn. <laughs> I actually, I have, um, a couple of things for sale right now. I have two one-on-ones and I have things set up in a specific way. So it's different levels. So I have like the newbie, I've never made a video or I've only made a few videos and I really need to figure out what I need. I need you to cut my learning time in half. So I have a one-on-one for that. It's the DIY video production package. Okay. I just wanted people to kind of get an idea about like what the business is. And so like how, if they were to take that step with you, what would that be? So should that, should that have happened with any of your clients, they decide to do a one-on-one with you. What are the first things that you sort of start advising them about on this road to becoming more confident in terms of I've never made a video or I'm brand new at making a video. I'm just scared to death of it. Um, I don't want to look at myself back. I don't want to edit if I didn't have to do any of that, what would be the first thing I could do to just break down this barrier of being scared? You know what, less um, <laughs> the lens of a camera, pick up your camera and point it at your face and start talking to it. it. You don't have to show anybody. 
You don't, nobody ever has to see this video. You know, if the first few you don't even want to look at, don't look at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just a matter of just keep putting yourself in that position until it's not uncomfortable anymore. For me, what I did, and I, I had to do this alone, I, I alone in my room, I was like, I'm just going to sit here until this isn't uncomfortable anymore because it, I want to turn this into my business. People are not going to freaking take me seriously if I look like crap in my videos. Like, hey, I can help you make good videos. And then I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so no pressure, right? right? So I literally put myself, locked myself in a room and I was like, I'm just going to keep doing this until it's comfortable. And I had an epiphany. And the epiphany was that this feeling, this uncomfortable, uncomfortableness, this nervousness, this <sighs> angst inside me was not something that was negative. It was something that was positive because I was doing something that was pushing me outside of my comfort zone, that was allowing me to grow, that was allowing me to share my gifts with other people to then have them go on to share their gifts. And it turned in my head into something that wasn't scary and and um, uh, frustrating anymore, but something that was exciting and powerful. Yeah. You know, you sort of said something that made me think. Um, One of the reasons why I was very excited to have you on today is you're an avid social in the Savvy Sexy Social community. um, And you actually came to my New York Savvy Sexy Social Live event, which is where we met for the first time. And I was so impressed by you because I was like, oh, girl brought her equipment. Like, (laughs) I was like, this is so cool. And I I was like, what are you using? Tell me about it. Because you know a lot more about equipment than I do. But one of the things you just brought up was this whole idea of like, just practice, just talk to the camera. Don't worry about watching it back. And one of the things that struck me, which was something that resonated with me going forward was Vincenzo uh, Landino who is there. And he is um, pretty well known in terms of Meerkat, Periscope, lots of live streaming action going on with this guy. (laughs) And one of the things he said was, you know, I just can't imagine watching myself back. I make video all the time. But when you live stream, it's just out there for the world to see. It is what it is. You don't have to watch it back. So that's a really interesting element as well. I mean, if you wanted to test the audience, but not have to watch yourself back, but just see Mm -hmm. how comfortable you are on camera, live stream might be an option. And it's a very awesome option, might I add. It's actually a great way to start dipping your toe in. It is. It's so easy. It's so freaking easy. We used to think it was so easy when Google Hangouts was like, (laughs) hey, we've got this on air thing. And it's like, awesome, live video on YouTube, like that quickly. And now we have apps like Periscope and Meerkat. And it's like, oh my God, I accidentally touched the camera button and now I'm live. Like, I mean, it's that instantaneous, I feel like. So that's, I just feel like that's a really interesting element that people can think about. If you don't want to edit, if you just want to start talking to a camera and talking to your audience and not feel Mm -hmm. like your efforts are going wasted. I mean, go go find out if you can get viewers to stay on. You, one of the most fascinating things about this live streaming thing is that, um, especially Periscope, they tell you what your retention rate is. Yes. Keeping people on long-term very difficult no matter what. But how many people can you get on a stream? Can you keep them on? Can you keep them engaged? Doing it that way, that's the hardest kind of video. The hardest. Because you're on all the time. You can't edit it down. You know, it, and, and that, I feel like, is a really interesting um, test. What did you think, uh, back to the live event, what did you think about Savvy Sexy Social Live while you were there? 
Are you kidding me? I loved it. Oh, yay. <laughs> First of all, I loved getting to meet you in person. It was so much fun. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, I'm going to SSFI. Oh, my God. It was, and it was like so like gangster, too. Like it was in New York. We were at a, an Irish pub. We were uh, were you there when we were at, we initially in the morning? Like we got, I don't know, like somebody got there late or something. So we were locked outside for a little bit. And I was like, <laughs> ah, there's people coming and I don't have my presentation. Anyway, but it was like so much fun. And they actually ended up shutting down the street in front of the bar which that was day. so cool it was so cool because there was a parade going on so we actually had the whole street in front of the bar when I sent everybody out to make like their video um there was like tons of room and there was a balcony I mean that was definitely um one of my favorite ones that we did absolutely it was so fun I mean you would just attract so many amazing people um it was great to meet you in person learn from you firsthand and just meet the the community of people that you attract, which are amazing, amazing, smart women. Um, this is totally off topic. And Vincenzo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. This is totally off topic and definitely um, and and also on topic. But somebody tweeted me this uh, weekend, I think, saying SSS Live was trending. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I haven't been doing a live event in like a couple months now. So somebody is at some some famous guy is using SSS live the hashtag. So that's a lesson to you folks. You cannot own your hashtag. <laughs> it's so funny because when Sue B saw that I wanted to use SSS live and there were some old photos showing mm-hmm. up on Instagram for it. She's like, Amy, we should come up with a different one because someone's already using this. And I was like, those photos are from like more than a year ago. Like we're just going to take over this hashtag. She's like, all right, great. And so we did. And now somebody took it over. For that's, me. Somebody was you had that same conversation conversation. Hey, somebody's using this. Head. We're just going to, we're just going well, to take it over. <laughs> so I just, now I think about it because there's that SSS live sign in the back of all my videos now. And I'm like pimping out some other guy now with my hashtag. Anyway, good story. Um, you're also a part of my membership group, social authority. How is actually you won membership to that? Didn't you from savvy, sexy, social live? And I felt like the luckiest girl. Oh, in the world. snap. That's because you had the best Instagram photo. Don't even hide from how awesome you are, Holly. So um, what has your experience been with that so far? How are you feeling about it? You know, all the things I want to know. I, I think it's fantastic. I love the fact that you do. You're, you're not some absentee. <laughs> you know, like sometimes, sometimes you buy stuff and the person's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy my stuff, buy my stuff. And then you go and then it's like, um, where are you? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that was why it was so important for me to integrate like office hours, because like like you and I have both been thinking heavily about, you know, the passive income pieces of our business. I still really like the client experience when it's the right clients. Yes. And so that's why office hours in the membership group is so much fun for me, because that's when I actually get to engage with people directly in the Facebook group. People ask questions. People just talk about their struggles. We just have real conversations. And it's actually really freaking helpful. And not only that, these conversations end up driving ideas for the live trainings that we do that are exclusive to the group too. Like it didn't even occur to me that we should do an email marketing one until all we were talking about for a whole month was email marketing. And it was like, Oh my God, there's still so much untapped information here. Let's talk about this. So I, I just love it. It's, I I mean, you're touching on some really awesome, awesome categories and, and not just scratching the surface and not just being, you know, fluffy, you, right. you dig deep and you, you provide real value to the right. people I, there. I mean, like you, ha- and you have to, right. I mean, it, it, 
I, I, I'm, I'm not even fluffy on my YouTube channel. So I, I get straight to the point. I tell you how to do something, but at the same time, I wanted some, a place for people to go where they could feel comfortable saying like, okay, I trust this person to help me mm-hmm. go to the next yeah. level, but I can't hire a consultant, which is fine. You don't always need a consultant. If you do surround yourself with the right people, which is the other great thing about a community is mm-hmm. that you're a- around a qualified group of people to bounce around ideas with. And that's a really good feeling. I think just for the whole membership. So I, I just love that you're a part of that. And anytime I can get feedback on it, I, I love it. Okay. So everybody that uh, follows me it likes to ask about video or social media, but one topic that sometimes I try to like sidestep because I don't feel like I am a pro in it. I just think that I'm using the tools. I'm not necessarily like bragging about them is <laughs> video equipment. So if you could, I would love just a complete um, beginner to intermediate, whether the, I don't know if there's going to be the same tools or the same equipment or not. Mm -hmm. Like, what would you say are some good pieces of equipment for somebody that's like, I want to take video more seriously. I am bootstrapping. Um, What would your advice be in terms of equipment? Great. So the first thing I always recommend is start with what you have. Okay. Mm -hmm. Don't let that be a stumbling block. Don't let that be an, you know, a hook you hang an excuse. I'm like, I don't have the right equipment. So I totally can't make videos. (laughs) That is BS because you have a camera in your pocket. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. Um, so first start with what you have and then upgrade as you go and as your budget allows. Um, and the other thing, like maybe you do video and you think, Oh, I I really don't want to do this. And I spent like $10,000 on all this equipment. Like that's possible, but exactly. That's what I always (laughs) say. Like, um, are you really going to spend all that money on equipment and then not have the balls to get in front of the lens? Like that, that's discouraging. (laughs) Prove to yourself that you need the upgrade. Do it. Do it. (laughs) There's so, there's so many, there's, there's accessories, for you can buy so many accessories for your your mobile device. It's yeah. like having a one man band production studio in your pocket or pocketbook. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with um, smartphone accessories. When you're shooting, you really, I would say there's a uh, the audio is super 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 important. People are less forgiving of a bad visual than they are bad audio. If you totally. have bad audio in your video, people aren't going to watch it. They are not going to stick around. Um, so upgrading your audio, no matter what camera you're using is a must, even if it's, so there's, I have a couple of different levels and price points I use and have the Rode smart love. And I bought that before they came out with the second iteration, which is the smart love plus. And you can get Mm -hmm. that for around $65. It's compatible. I just got that recently. I love it. It's awesome. And it's compatible with iOS devices and select Android. So make sure you check before you buy that it works with what you have. Um, the Movo PM10, and Amy, I'm going to give you links to all the stuff yeah. that, I, that I mentioned. The Movo PB10, which I heard about through Sebastian Rusk, is $25. He says he uses that and loves it. Then you have the Simple Lab, which our buddy Brian Fanzo uses mm-hmm. and recommends, and that's about 50 bucks. Nice. Um, so definitely you want to invest in a microphone that's going to work with um, whatever mobile device that you have. So make sure you check. Totally. Second thing is you don't want shaky cam because no. that's weird and distracting. It makes some people woozy. Mm-hmm. So you need something to stabilize your your camera, your phone, whatever that is, a selfie stick or um, when I do my periscopes or I'm live streaming or recording videos with my phone at my desk, I literally just turn my Blue Yeti mic around and I set my phone in there. Mm-hmm. I put some books on it. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be fancy. It just has to hold your phone. Yeah. 
But there is a line called um, the manufacturer's Joby, and they have a line called Griptite. And these are awesome, awesome, awesome tripods for mobile devices. And I think they also do iPads and iPhones. I mean, um, iPads and iPads. <laughs> iPads and iPads, obviously. Yeah, those iPads. Yeah, those other things. <laughs> There's all the iPads. <laughs> yes, all the other iPads. <laughs> I like it. Do you do any sort of like lens enhancement? I know with the Periscope movement, I just bought an Olo clip yesterday because of how cool the wide angle was. I, it's so unbelievable how non-wide angle the front-facing camera is on iPhone. It drives me insane. I know. I was like, whoa, that's me up close right there. Yeah. And you don't even realize (laughs) it. When I was doing my first Periscope at Social Media Day in San Diego, I was like, oh, do, 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 like whatever. And someone was like, oh, try this. And they put their Olo clip on my phone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then when they took it off, I thought I could see all the way up my nose and into my brain. And I was like, this is disgusting. Like, I have to buy this thing. Yes, for sure. That was the next thing I was going to say. You definitely want, uh, Olo makes a combo pack of a macro, a fisheye, and a wide angle. Love oh, a wide angle. Dang so that's it. I don't really think cool. I got that. Okay. I need, you can but here's find... the other thing. I need oh. to also get like the updated version when they come out with it for iPhone 6, because right now you have to slide it back and forth depending on if you want the front camera or the back camera. Mm. So I'm going to, I'm going to probably upgrade again at some point, but yeah, that I definitely recommend that even though I haven't quite gotten mine yet. Well, the other thing is also that some t- I think with the Olo clip, you have to take your case off. Yeah, you do. You do. It's, they have it another one. And I'm not, you know, I shouldn't even bring it up because I don't know who makes it, but I've seen it online somewhere. It's literally like you can keep your case on and it's like a, almost oh like a. Oh my gosh. Well, if you see like it, if you clip. see it. Oh, I think I saw that referred in like the Amazon sidebar when I was shopping for an Olo clip. It's, if you find it, send the link and, and it's we'll, like a we'll chip put it clip. in there. You like just chip clip yeah. it on so it has a lens. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Th- you I might mean, be that's a great that. idea if yeah. you're going to use your smartphone full time for video, because especially if you don't want to have somebody hold the phone for you and you want to do front facing camera as much as you can, just so you're turning the camera on every time something's happening. One of these lenses will make you feel so much more confident about your footage. Totally. And then, I mean, then you can do fun, creative stuff for other things too. Like you could take uh, Instagram videos and not feel like you're like up the phone. Sure. Twitter videos. I can go on and on. But, you know, there's a site called Photo Jojo and they have awesome, cool stuff. Really? For, um, yeah, all different sorts of uh, accessories. Uh, They have lights, they have tripods, they have lenses, they have all sorts of cool, fun stuff. Awesome. Okay, awesome. Well, great. Holly, darn it. (laughs) As much as I hate talking about equipment, you know what you're talking about. So I appreciate you sharing that today and I have to let you go. But thank you so much for being on the Marketing Lifestyle Show. I so appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. You guys can find out more about Holly at hollygstudios.com. And also go check out her video guide from starttostar.com. A great little 15-day challenge there for you to try out if you're trying to dive into more video. And this girl knows what's up because we hang out and we both make video. And that's why I was like, this, you've got to be on the show. Uh, Holly, where can they follow you on social? Everywhere, Holly G Studios. Perfect. I will link up to all of that in the show notes, SavvySexySocial.com. Search for Holly. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here again. Well, thank you. I, You know what? I added some more S's to your to your name. I came up with a... You did? Yeah, I did. And I, I, I want to I tell you what it is. Okay, go. <laughs> it is Savvy Sexy Social Super Sassy Sarcastic Schmittastic. Oh, I love it. <laughs> We're going to have to get a new hashtag. It's going to be like S to the sixth live. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lahali. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you. 
That's all for today's socials. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it as always. Make sure you go give Holly a shout. All the details about her in the show notes. She is one fine lady and she's doing great work in this industry. I'm so proud to have her on the show and proud to have her in the membership and Savvy Sexy Social community. Make sure you tune in on Monday for your Monday Muse episode, how we're kicking off your week right. And we'll bring you another great interview next Friday on the Marketing Lifestyle Show. Thanks for being here. Look forward to seeing you soon.